Hello again and welcome to The Key Message, a podcast put out by the Australian National Centre for the Public Awareness of Science at the Australian National University. I'm Will Grant. And I'm Marion McKinnon. So every fortnight when we put an episode out, we're going to be exploring an issue that you might have in communicating your research. If you've got questions or things that you're wondering about, you can send them in to us. Where do they send them, Marin? To the key message at anu.edu.au. Cool. We'll deal with anything. Weirder, <laughs> curlier, crazier. Anything that happened to you, if there was a bizarre thing happening to you when you communicated your research, we'd love to explore from the literature, from our experiences, what we've got. So let's get started. All right. Okay, here's one. Uh, so I'm going to set the scene for you, Meryn. Uh, as many of you know, Meryn and I have run um, a variety of workshops um, helping people to communicate their research. And we often, at the end of the, re- uh, the workshop, turn to questions. So what do people wonder about? And this is one that I loved just the other day. I ran just recently, and it was about hand gestures. How much, when, when is inappropriate? So to set the scene, um, I'm not imputing too much here, but the gentleman in question, lovely guy, um, said that his hand gestures were quite big. Uh, he came from a culture where there were a lot of hand gestures, but I'm gesturing with my hand right now. <laughs> he, he was worried. He said, you know, should I, is, is, is there too much? Is this a problem? Uh, will people maybe take me less seriously if I'm gesturing a lot with my hands? Have you had this question before? I haven't had this question before, but uh, there has been a lot of work that's been done on it. So bottom line is you need hand gestures. I mean, we're hardwired for hand gestures. You think about... If, you, if you're a parent, if you've got young kids, you know, incy-wincy spider, it's all about hand gestures. It's how we learn and totally. it helps us to communicate. And actually, interestingly, there was a study that was done a couple of years ago where the centre or the part of your brain that deals with hand gestures mm-hmm. also, uh, it's evolved from the same space that deals with you know, your, your memories and your the ability memories. to talk. Oh, really? Does so it? gesturing with your hands... Helps you to remember things. I, I was just gesticulating wildly then going, this, what was the thing? This one, Merit, I think we probably should have done YouTube for this this episode. But the thing I was thinking about this as well is as well as it being hardwired into our brain, I can't imagine a culture that doesn't use hand gestures. Like I, I think mm. they're they're an ex- incredibly expressive language. Now I'll bet, of course, like there's, there's loud tonal languages and, and different types of languages and different speeds at which people talk, sure. Um, but I would be surprised if there was any language where you kept your hands in your pocket the whole time. I, I think can't think of there's, one, there's, no. I, I haven't seen it. But listener, if you, if you have seen that before, maybe it's out there. But I think we all do use hand gestures all the time. We do. And other research has found that it actually helps you or helps the audience gain more from, from the talk. So it increases the meaning that you that you get from the communication. It helps people remember things. And I'm still using my hands. It, you can't help not use your hands. It's really, really hard. I, I was wondering about that right then as you were talking. I, I thought I'd close my eyes and try and understand you're listening, listener. You're, you're listening to our voice, but Marin is gesturing. I'm gesturing. It's a way for us, I think, you know, for us to talk to each other. Uh, We're using to pass to each other, to demonstrate different concepts all the time. They're embedded in what we do. Is it, are there downsides to using hand gestures? Well, I guess there's probably some cultural um, things to keep in mind. So a lot of people don't like being pointed at, you know, just that that index finger pointing, jabbing at you. That can be very, very aggressive or um, in some cultures that's incredibly rude. So it's probably best to avoid from pointing directly at someone. If you want to indicate to someone, I think open palm, hold of your hand, kind of inviting them in or inviting them to contribute. I think that's probably a good thing. I think that's a great point, being culturally appropriate, trying to understand, you know, the cultures that you might be in. If you're at an international conference or if you've gone to a different country to go and do a talk, maybe that's something worth thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. Always have a always have a look. But even for international things such as the TED Talks, so um, a TED Talk, eighteen minutes, and you have some really really great ones which are watched by millions of people, and others which aren't maybe as well watched. What? What are you saying? <laughs> Just, just saying, look, look, there's, not, there's something for everyone, right? But um, people were looking at the most popular TED Talks and then some of the, the least popular TED Talks and they watched these hours and hours and hours of talks and they counted up the number of times that hand gestures were used. So on the bottom TED Talks, on average, they used about 272 hand gestures in an 18-minute period. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then for the most popular ones, on average, you're using 465 gestures in 18 minutes. Oh, there you go. So the more hand gestures you use, I, I think the more, the, more, the more views and the more engaged, it's not just hand gestures, yeah, but, you know, the more engaging you are. So if you do want to use hand gestures, do. If it comes naturally to you, do. But if you have to practice them, you're just going to look robotic. Don't practice. I think that's <laughs> I think that's one thing that's really important. You know, you got this is about being authentic to who you are. Mm. Now, one other thing to add as a as a bit of a disclaimer: uh, pay attention to the the genre and format that you might be in. Uh, if you are being filmed for TV, um, wild hand moving can you know pop up into the bottom of the screen and then pop down again, and so TV cameras might not actually capture that very well. Whereas you know a TED talk, we see the whole body, and so we can capture all of that body language. Or out in front of a class, you know we've got all of those hand gestures there. Pay a little bit of attention to to the frame of the camera if there is a camera involved. That could be a problem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the rule of thumb is you, if you imagine you have like a rectangular box in front of you, you want to keep your hands sort of from maybe just under shoulder height to the, your lower waist, so you can keep your hands. In, in that kind of frame and that will work. But you're definitely for TV. You don't want to look like you're doing some kind of weird puppet show yeah. or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. But I think I think the thing that you were saying before, Marin, is the, is the true one. You know, be authentic to yourself. Mm. Like if, if that's where you're from and you use a lot of hand gestures in your talk, it probably means that you use, use them a lot to convey meaning and you don't want to cramp down on conveying meaning. You want to do more conveying meaning. And it's just another useful way that you can connect with an audience. Yep, absolutely. And then also just make sure that your hand gestures are reinforcing what you're saying. So I've used this example in a few workshops where someone's had this really great, engaging, wonderful talk, and then they step out in front of the audience and say, right, fold their arms firmly across their body, cross their legs and say, I'm open for questions. <laughs> Nothing about that body language says, I am open to receiving anything. So just, yeah, use it mindfully. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Use it mindfully, be authentic. That's awesome. So this has been our first key message. So listener, uh, we want to make this as useful as possible to you. We really, we really want to uh, have a conversation with you about the things that you're doing to communicate your research, the things that you're wondering about, how you can do it better. So if you've got any questions, then you can shoot an email to us or you can find us on Twitter or Facebook or something like that. But where's the email address, Marin? It is the key message, all one word, all lowercase, at anu.edu.au. You can also find out more about the Centre for Public Awareness of Science on Twitter at anu underscore CPAS. You look, I think so. It <laughs> totally is. I checked it just before. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us individually. Hit us up anywhere you want and we'll reply. Thanks for listening.